Hi friends, I'm just popping in real quick before the episode starts to apologize and let you know that uh, we done goofed a little bit this week and recorded it on our laptop microphone instead of our real microphone. Um, so the audio quality this week is not the best, particularly the first couple minutes. Um, it does get better once we start doing the questions, but we open uh, whispering as we do and uh, it, it does not bode well for us um but like i said once we get into the questions about like uh two or three minutes in we uh we do sound better and you can actually hear us um hopefully this will be the only time this happens we we know what went wrong and we fucked up um so this won't happen again uh, fingers crossed um if this is the first time listening to the podcast it, we don't always sound like this it is uh it is usually of much higher audio quality um but I hope you enjoy the episode anyways, and we will see you next week sounding much better. Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I am Miles Bay. Good afternoon. We are your fuck buddies. We tried so hard to be quiet that time, I think. Actually, it was worse. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday! Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. I like these dopes with Tom. I'm a year older. I'm a year wiser. I've come to bring my wisdom to this table that is not in fact the table but it's a cardboard, cardboard box and a cutting board covered in paint it's also sitting on top of a rolling like plastic storage unit i got from walmart i didn't know what to call that so i decided not to mention it it's yeah. wisdom this very table welcome welcome back guys how are we doing we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we, we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations be sex questions. I'm worried that this isn't going to be loud enough for anyone to hear. Is it loud and now? <laughs> or now? Yep, there it is. That's the one. Oh, I can't. I can't even pretend to be more mature for like fucking three minutes. I know. This is actually not bad. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, just snip it. Like it's it's a pretty accurate, old fashioned. Eh, you know what? Yeah. It's not the best, but it's definitely not the worst. We're drinking pre-made old fashions from a bottle. Oh shit! On our quality control level of liquor, that means this can be our worst episode yet. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. This has to be the cheapest shit we've ever drank. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. At, At least in terms of time. Like, yeah. I think the the beer and cider day was probably because like one can of cider is only like three bucks. That's fair. Yeah. Well, here's our. Podcast where we talk about the pricing of alcohol and uh, <laughs> this is our alcohol pricing guide. So, what do you think about the new four dollar? I don't know. Fucking buck a beer. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Uh, this is the earliest we've ever recorded. I think this is also going to be the freshest episode yeah. ever received yeah. straight to your loins because we're recording this almost the day you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Almost. Fuck you, holiday schedules. Yeah. Um, do you want to just get into it? Do you have anything to talk about? We're real well prepared, guys. Yeah. Um, Go, start off. I'll start Kick it Kick us off. into gear. How's your week been? 
It's been good. It's been fucking crazy. I'm a bartender, and uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Um, but uh, it's Christmas season, so it's just been like yeah. nonstop Christmas parties all yeah. the time. It's just been fuckery all week. And I've been lucky. I've Usually those parties are kind of a nightmare because people are fucking assholes. But mm-hmm. every party I've worked, the people have been so nice. And they've like, it's usually like an open bar, mm-hmm. but they've still been throwing money at us. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, um, if you're ever at a, at a party, like an, uh, an office party or whatever, and there's a bartender, and you give us money, we're going to serve you first. Yeah. Also, we're going to really appreciate it. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you're not paying for any drinks, sauces, us. A fiver. Ten dollars. Twenty. Yeah. Like, the second you give me a $20 bill, it's like, I don't care how many people are in front of you, I'm... I'm skipping them and getting you a drink. Yeah. I know. It's my usual, like, standard. If I'm at a place where it's an open bar, I'll drop down at least 20. Yeah. Same thing. Like, if I'm ever at a wedding, I'm just like... It's like, it's the shit you're going to be... There you probably go. Have, you would have spent that on two or three drinks That's anyway. the thing. It's like, if I'm I'm going to be drinking a lot if it's an open bar, and there's no way I would be drinking less than $20. No. So, why the fuck wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, now this is our tipping podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into... Um, let's do this one. Nah, I don't like that one. This one comes from an unfortunately named person. Um, on Reddit, banana cream pie. One, two, three. Okay. And they ask, what are your thoughts on a bad kisser? Would it be an automatic deal breaker? Or would you let your partner know? Give them a chance to improve. Ooh. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of bad kissers. Yeah. I hate it, personally. Me too. It's one of the worst things. But... I'll usually, like, give them a chance because I find, like, sometimes they're not even necessarily a bad... Well, okay, they're usually a bad kisser. But, like, sometimes you just have, like, a slightly different style or rhythm or whatever. And usually, if you give them enough time, they'll kind of, like, either learn by kind of copying yeah. what you do or, like, match. It's almost like leading a dance. Yeah. So you kind of show them the way. And if they just cannot fucking get their shit together, you, you can't do it. It's, yeah. There's nothing worse. Like, it's like the first sign of incompatibility if, if like, you can't get that kissing rhythm down. Yeah. Like, making out's one of the best things. And it's also, like, it's not like sex where it's, you know, you actually have to, like, commit to it. Like, you yeah. can make out for, like, two minutes in the morning or, or like, yeah. at night or whatever and, like, and really not go anywhere with it. And But it's still... You can do it whenever you yeah. want, which is pretty great. But, like... If, if you don't want... If you're, like, living in fear, because then that shit kiss could happen at any point. Yeah. That's the terror, right? It also wears me... Like, I encountered it a lot in, like, high school and stuff when people were still sort of, like, figuring their shit out. It weirds me out when you're, like, 30 and you're yep. a bad kisser. Yep. Like, I'm just like, where... How have you gone this time without... How, who led like, you astray? Like, were you a good kisser and then you dated a bad kisser and you thought that's how kissing worked? Yeah, or just no one ever told you. Yeah, and I'm not trying to kiss shame people. It's like everyone has their their levels of uh, adequacy at things. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's always weirded me out where I'm just like, you're a grown ass adult. Yeah. How do you not know that like your tongues shouldn't be rigid and like penetrating my mouth? Yeah. Like, like teeth should never connect. Yeah. I once made out with a girl who literally like put her teeth in a ring around my, like, planted her teeth on my face around my lips, and then would just, like, fucking peck at my mouth with her tongue. And, like, I literally had a row of teeth around my mouth. Like, I have bad news. Was it you? I believe that was a succubus. I think she was Maybe. trying to extract your soul. Yeah, it was fucking, like, 
it was bad. Um, and like, it was so bad that like, after it ended, I was like looking at her like, was this a joke? Was, was this like some like deep con? Like, I, I'm not sure to this day, it could be the longest con ever known, but like, how do you not know that's the worst? Yeah. I once had a girl who kissed as if she was fucking. <laughs> yeah. Like she, like we would kiss and then like, it would be fine. Like closed mouth. The mm-hmm. kissing was fine. But the second the mouths open, she would use her tongue as like a dick and my mouth as it's receptacle and would like penetrate my mouth with her tongue. And I was just like, what are you doing? What are you trying to accomplish here? And like, I don't know. It was really uncomfortable. I think one of my favorite, like witnessing a bad kiss secondhand was a friend of a friend of the show. He was with this girl who was pretty damn hot, but whenever she was making out, she like moaned like they were fucking. So yeah. she's like, the man, she's like mm, mm, mm. and like, you can just see his eye like open and like look around. And then I met his eye and we're both just like so uncomfortable. He's like, shrugging like how do i get out it was great don't yeah. do that guys yeah i mean like i guess it, like if it's natural sure but like if you're doing it to it simulate like, yeah, enjoyment it didn't seem natural and like it, <laughs> no it just it was there was nothing natural about it and i get the feeling like no matter when or where she kisses that's what she does right yeah because like this is just that party they were like on the couch you know what i mean in a room full of people super fucking weird yeah um, don't do that. But here's the thing. I, I, I would give them a chance. I would. Cause like my, one of my, uh, exes, when I first started sleeping with her, she was rather inexperienced. Like, I think she had like maybe slept with one other person mm-hmm. one or two times prior. Um, and she was not the best. Um, and it was one of those things where I think, you know, I, I think I mentioned it before, but she was just, she was working too hard and like no matter what position we were in she yeah she was she was also like trying to and i was like it's like i appreciate your enthusiasm but you can like you can sort of like you know dial it back release and sort of like let me take care of things Mm -hmm. in certain positions and then like in other positions you'll be in charge and you'll get to set the pace um but like if you don't have good rhythm to begin with trying to thrust on rhythm with someone else's rhythm is like, yeah. it's just a good way to like either just never feel any sort of friction or just like constantly be like, Oh, I'm it's out, gonna, I'm yeah, out again. Yeah. Oh, and then you're just, just living in fear of yeah. a broken dick. Exactly. Um, should have gotten there a metronome. Yeah. Well, it's like, we've talked to music a lot and like, I inadvertently like fall into the rhythm of songs. That's yeah. That's the danger. It's kind of hard not to, right? Yeah. I feel like if you have any, like, any sort of, like, internal rhythm, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird, because I found that a lot of people are like, are you fucking to the beat right now? And I'm like, yeah, and they're, like, really into it. So I'm like, it's not a common thing. It has to be, though. It's impossible to not, like... Yeah. But I'm pretty sure even, like, if you want to regulate your heartbeat, you can watch, uh, uh, like, a clock tick, and your heart will start following that, because your body is just, like, set to attune itself to rhythms. Yeah. And like, yeah, but I, I had so many women, like, comment on it and be, like, surprised and impressed by it. I was mm. just like, it's... Honestly, I usually don't fuck to music, know. and part of it is just, like, I hate when you're, like, fucking, and then the song changes, and it's a lot quicker, and, like, it's really hard to not... That's why you curate playlists, my man. Oh, no, yeah, no, I've, I've had... I think I mentioned this before. I had disastrous things, right? Yeah. Just throw on, like, YouTube, 
And you know the way they have like autoplay? First mistake. And sometimes autoplay can get real weird. Event, like there was this one notable time where like a documentary on caravans came on. Yeah. I was like, well, this is weird. I don't want to extricate myself from this and go turn that off. But like, use Spotify's more, but like, I sponsored, but I had a playlist set specifically to the same BPM. Mm-hmm. That's just no. That's too much. No prep, you weirdo. It's also like that's something I enjoy. Like I don't know. Yeah, but, that's fair. But it just ended up being like a really sexy playlist. All my playlists are fucking all over the shop. Yeah, well, I mean, like now, if you listen to my fucking Spotify, it's nothing. Well, now but it's ruined. We ruined. Yeah, it. it's it's like ocean gangster rap and fucking uh, like orchestra, yeah, like epic battle music from. D and D. Hell yeah! You know what? We need to listen to Ocean Man more. Can that be our intro song? I wish. Fucking oh. Ween. I'd let. I'd let Ween. Ween. Yeah, Ween's the name of the thing. Yeah. yeah. The more you know. Um. But yes, give people a chance. Uh, I don't know if necessarily telling them they're a bad kisser is a good idea, but sort of. Um. Be be uh be a little aggressive with your like guidance yeah like show them the way you know honestly whenever i've met someone who's been really bad at kissing they have generally gotten over it pretty quickly they usually come out of it like they match your kind of kissing rhythm and like get their shit together like you just kind of gotta show them um i think if they don't i don't know i guess you kind of gotta figure out whether or not it is a deal breaker or not and then maybe say it to them because at that point you've nothing left to lose and if they get very offended which they probably will then you might just end it for yourself anyway. Yeah. But, like, give them a shot. Give them a shot, yeah, and and sort of take the lead on it, and then... Uh, what if you're the bad kisser? Uh-oh. Shit. Look at their face. Did you leave a ring of teeth on their face? It's your fault. That is one of the, uh, the, one of the things where I'm just like... <laughs> when I first started having sex uh, with, like, multiple people, I was like... I would come across people who, like, were bad, and I'm just like, what if this is how it's supposed to be? And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm just sort of, like, failing. I, I think you can generally figure out, like, what's good and what isn't. Mix them up. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I quickly figured out that sometimes people are just bad at things. Yeah. You got a question? I uh, know. Okay. Well, it's been our podcast. Thank you to Josh Eagle. Where... Okay, this one's really long, but uh, fuck it. Let's go into it. <clears throat> I'm ready. I got a drink. Even thinking about asking out grills makes my heart jump into panic mode. Uh-oh. Like, my fire alarm went off in the middle of the night a few days ago. I sprang out of bed like a loaded spring, ran into the main hall, thinking the Russians are invading. It just turned out to be the fire alarm acting weird. But my heart went crazy, adrenaline or whatever they call it. It's a similar feeling to how I feel asking girls out, just to put it into perspective. What to do? Tinder is scary. Dating is scary. Asking out girls is scary. The fact that you have to go through hundreds of rejections or something like that, according to this subreddit, for maybe a handful of dates, sounds horrifying, to be honest. And you, that you have to have a lot of hobbies and earn a lot of money to even, consi- to even be considered makes it seem even more daunting. Thankfully, I'm above 180 centimeters, so that's something. I really feel sorry for short guys. Fuck you. <laughs> And I'm normal weight, and I work out a lot, which probably puts me an average or below average at the very least in terms of competition compared to other guys. How do you guys deal with this? Dating feels scary and confusing. It looks, it feels like filling out work applications more than having fun. At least filling out work 
applications is mostly free, aside from paper costs and sending it. But when dating as a man, you have to pay the date, which would probably end up expensive if you date a lot. And then you have to have a car and own your own apartment or house, which also is super expensive. Reposting it here. I really feel like this is hampering any chances when dating. It shouldn't be this complicated. Relationships are natural and happen naturally, right? My grandparents found each other in archaeology. Well, we don't need that. But just like saying like to the other four pages of the... Well, no, it's the end. They they met... His grandparents met on a like an archaeological site. His dad asked his mom about one on a helicopter, apparently. That's weird. It just seems to happen anywhere, but I don't get it. You're not supposed to... Oh, to be fair, that's setting the standard pretty high. Yeah. This, like your like archaeologist parents meeting on a fucking helicopter? Like, no, the grandparents were archaeologists. The parents met on a helicopter. So it's like a whole yeah. generational thing of yeah, just sorry, being man. solid. Yeah, you're Although, fine. he's probably freaking out. He could have met someone in the sweet fire drill. Uh, right? That's the thing. Like, you know, it, you're both honestly, cold and shivering outside and like... Well, if there's a fire, fires come from somewhere, there's probably a grill involved. <laughs> is this is this what his question is? He's scared of grills. <laughs> yeah is he so he just says it, it just seems to happen anywhere i don't get it you're not allowed or supposed to ask out people in public in the boutique shopping mall gym school bar club bus train or boat the only option seems to be dating apps like tinder since everyone is there to date but even then i have read that people use tinder to find friends and not date 19 year old male finland a lot of question marks yeah I, this kind of ties in i have a i don't have like a specific question but like mm-hmm. everything i saw this week there and like since we started looking for questions, um, are people being like, online dating is the worst, and, like, is it worth it, and I feel shit when I do it, and I feel, you know what I mean, it's a lot Mm -hmm. of people, like, airing their insecurities because they don't get matches, so I think that will also tie into this, um, fuck, where do I even want to start with this, like, I think, it's a, it's a lot, I think the first thing is, you're not competing with anyone, yeah. I like if that's the way you're approaching dating, like if you're being like I'm one guy and every other guy is competition, you're going to get into a real weird like jealousy, mm-hmm. insecurity, inadequacy thing real fast See, because I promise you there's always someone who's making more money than you, who's taller than you, who's better looking than you, who's mm-hmm. more in shape than you. You know what I mean? And if you keep using other guys as like a measuring stick, you're going to fall short. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I, I felt like he introduced that as like, he was looking for reasons to be like, I won't be fucked when I try this because I've this and I've this. And like, and even after listing some things that seem pretty positive, he's like, maybe I'll be almost average. And it's like, dude, like fucking chill. He's, he's looking at everything the wrong way. You know? Yeah. Like, th- like there is no average, especially when it comes to dating. Cause like everybody's got a different, different chase. Pace, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so painful. Like, it doesn't matter, like, 180 centimeters. Like, cool, I'm there. Like, no one gives a fuck, really. And yeah. If they oh, do, well, you, I mean, no, like... but if they do, you don't really give a shit, do you? Yeah. Because if you're that fucking shallow, like... It's the one, like, weird thing about, like, modern dating where girls are obsessed with guys' height. Like, almost on, like, every female Tinder profile, there's, like, I'm this tall, you must be taller. Or, like, only date guys who are over six feet. And, like, yeah. cool, but, like... But then you're probably an asshole. Yeah, and also... Or just... I don't know, my thing, like... Somewhat. It, this is kind of, like, a common rhetoric, but, like, imagine if guys were that way about, like, weight. I know. Or something, you know what I mean? It's like, I can't make myself any taller, but, like, you could lose weight. So why is why exactly. is it any, any different from me being, like, sorry, only girls who mm-hmm. are, like, between this... Yeah, no, it's it's stupid and it's fucked and I'd be, up. And like, I'd be such an asshole. And, like, I understand... Like, I agree that's an asshole thing to do, the same way I think that, like, if you are specifically looking for someone of a certain height yeah you're an asshole same thing with like i don't know i guess it comes from this weird like 
society standard where like the women's the woman is meant the women the woman is meant to be like small but like yeah is a fucking man i mean like when my girlfriend wears heels she's taller than me yeah um and like it doesn't bother me at all yeah. i had someone the other day be like oh man girlfriend's taller that sucks i was like does it yeah i don't know like oh. i wow being insecure about your height related to your girlfriend that sucks yeah i was just like i don't i just yeah like why the fuck does it matter she's a fucking babe and she's with me like yeah. i don't give a shit also, you could wear high heels, too, so suck it. Yeah, maybe I'll start wearing heels. Yeah. What do you think about that, random dude? Nah, you look so sexy in heels. What? I don't know if I would. Actually, I would. My my legs are yeah. pretty fucking popular. Them good legs. Yeah. But I feel like I'd have to shave, because I have fairly hairy legs. And... You want to see that calf definition? You, know, you just need to wait. You need to wait one week and one day from this recording, put on your heels, walk out with them legs, and say, Harry Sexmas. Make a man this Christmas. I think she'd break up with me immediately. <laughs> I don't think she would. No, I don't think she would. I think she'd love it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I wish I could just replay that question in my head forever so I could rip it apart. Um, well, I think one thing is, like, he's so worried about being rejected. It doesn't even sound like he's tried yet. Rejections don't fucking matter. Yeah. Especially on Tinder. The problem is, it's like, he's young mm-hmm. and... He's not that young. He's fucking 19. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, at least here, I don't know what everything is like elsewhere, but, like, younger people are not set up for failure. Like, you can't be failed in school anymore. Like, they like that doesn't exist. Well, to be and, fair, like, he's from Europe, so it's probably a little bit more grounded. Yeah. Like, um, back home, you definitely get fucking failed. Um, but, like, even here, like, all the people in North America who are, like, Tinder, yada, yada, and, like, feeling inadequate for that is, like, because, like, no one has prepared them for failure mm. or prepared them for the fact that life is Unfair. just just mostly failure. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, um, unless you're living some sort of charmed life, um, most of your life will be a dismal failure. Dismal? Yeah. Well, I mean, like... No, I, I it's totally agree. It's one failure after another, and it's, it's like... It's the only way to learn and grow. Yeah. And also, like, life would fucking suck if you just were successful at everything. Just you everything you did, asshole. you were just fine with? Yeah. yeah, yeah like, I, that's why you don't watch movies about things that go well for everybody. Like, you'd be like, oh, cool. Oh, they, they, this worked out? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, no one watches. No one enjoys anything they watch that goes well. You know? Everyone wants, like, drama and wants excitement and conflict and tension. So, like, why would you not want that in your own fucking life? Well, that's why sitcoms, the worst, like, seasons of sitcoms, or the worst episodes of sitcoms are when your two main characters get together and they're happy. I find a lot of that is just because people are really bad at handling, like, good relationships in TV, so... Well, it's just because, like, on all the tensions come, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're just, like... You should it's be, like, cool, this is the end of the show, then. You should be a smart enough writer to be able to introduce other tension, and yeah. that they then deal with as a couple, which people are fucking unable to do. Like, those seasons of New Girl, ugh, Yeah. They sucked real Sorry. hard. Spoilers, whatever. Shit. Oh, mm, yeah. You could probably figure it out. Yeah. Um, which is actually kind of cool, because they were never meant to date... Yeah. In, like, uh, the original season, or, like, the original, like, spec. Yeah. Like, that romance was never supposed to happen, and just kind of, like, happened because they had really good on-screen yeah. chemistry. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, this is our new girl fan cast. I would fucking love that. I know, I'd, I'd do a new girl. Can we do one? <laughs> Maybe. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, people need to chill with, like, if you're going to jump into the world of online dating, like, Tinder and shit, mm-hmm. like, understand that it's not the be-all and end-all. Also, mm-hmm. like, 
I like I was very very successful on Tinder as I talked about before, but like there was also months where I just wouldn't get a match. Yeah. And it wouldn't be I like I wouldn't take it personally. I wouldn't be like I'm the ugliest person and undateable. It's like yeah. now I understand that like it's it's all luck like yeah, how often like, I'm on it and like if the right people are on it at the mm-hmm. same time and like for all I know people are just accidentally you know someone gave their phone to their friend and they were like nope I'm not into beards mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. so like there's there's so many variables out in the world especially well, so like, when it's online dating that like it just might be one of those months where like people just aren't on it that mm-hmm. much or like maybe you're just not getting matches like but also it's like putting out a profile and curating pictures is a very particular skill set as well so you might not be doing that very well or you might be doing it like it doesn't fucking matter it's like if you walk down the street you can't expect every person on that street to be like i'd fuck them yeah you know so why would you expect everyone on tinder to do that you know what i mean and also if you're again sitting on the toilet doing some swipes and nobody picks up the other end like who gives a fuck is that, you know, is it that crushing? It shouldn't be. Same with real life dating. Like, if you're out in a bar, if you're talking to people, don't be afraid to get rejected, right? Like, it, it's literally impossible to imagine a world where you wouldn't be. And also, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't, yeah. you know, just don't be a dick or a creep exactly. about like, it. Exactly. Like, you if, if you're just having a chat and at the end of the, the chat, you're like, hey, can I get my, can I get your number? And they're like, mm, no, sorry. Yeah. And Fuck it. like, okay, cool. You had a good chat. Move on. Yeah, clap yourself on the back for being brave enough to do that and for doing it a good way, you know what I mean? For not being a shithead, uh, presumably, hopefully. And, and, like, move on. And the thing is, you'll find after once or twice, it doesn't really fucking matter. No. Like, it's like going to paintball. The first fucking paintball, it's terrifying and it hurts like a fucker. But after that, you don't really care about getting shot for the rest of the game. And then, yeah, if you're out for ages and you go back to paintball again, that first one again, it's pretty scary. Yeah. But when you're, like, in the midst of it, it doesn't matter. And then you start to have a lot of fun and enjoy that game and shoot it's those true. people. It is. So go out there and just shoot, shoot every them. woman you see. God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Don't fucking do so that. We will come for you. Any, we will, actually. Yeah. Not in a sexy style. way. I mean, it might be sexy. You don't know what I'm going to wear. Those high heels. No, I meant we won't come for you in a sexy way. Oh. Well. You don't know what my kink is. Hmm. Vigilantism. No, but oh, I fucking one day. But just you know, throw yourself in there. Like rejection literally doesn't matter. Yeah, one of the, like once you get over the the fear of rejection, you end up opening yourself up to way more possibility. And I don't even mean just dating. Like mm-hmm. once you sort of just be like, yeah, see where this goes. And if it ends poorly, then I will know how this ends. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a, like, something ending badly is a lot better than something being, like, this question mark in your head forever. Yeah. I mean, like, how many times did we walk past, like, a obviously private party or, like, bar that, like, we probably shouldn't walk in, but we were mm-hmm. like, fuck it, this yeah, is fuck weird. it, let's see what happens. And if someone's like, hey, you can't be here, or, like, we get kicked out. Then we leave. Then, all right, fine. Yeah. And if happens. they don't, then we end up having a fucking crazy yeah. night. And, and it's like, and you just kind of have to take that approach, like... Obviously, always take care of yourself and don't do anything obviously stupid. Like, yeah. don't walk into a fucking biker bar and be like, what up, hoes? Man, bikers get a bad rap. I know, it's true. You know, there there are bars that you should not yeah, walk no, into. Yeah, no, don't, don't be same, a dumbass. The same with, like, if you think a situation is going to end poorly for you, yeah. then don't do it. That's the thing. But if, there's if there's a difference the... between, like, I'm worried about getting rejected and I'm worried about losing my kidneys in a bath full of ice. Yeah, like, don't, obviously hit on the girl that has, like, a bunch of bro dudes around her holding axes. Yeah. 
those classic bro axe, axe bro boys. Um, but yeah, just get out there. Don't be afraid. Like, because as you pointed out, like the thought of it and the fear of it is literally worse than the action, and you're clearly suffering. Like your your heart's going fucking ninety miles an hour just considering it. You're not even doing it, and like you're never gonna get anybody to date you if you don't try. Like if you just stay at home worrying about trying. That's not going to fucking work for you. Yeah. I and, mean, like, the whole idea and the concept of, like, you need money and you need uh, to be tall and you need to... You, uh, it's like, you don't need any of those man, things. When I when I was single, I was absolutely... Like, I was a below-average height dude that had literally no money. And, like, I had no trouble. Yeah. Ever. And, like, it wasn't anything, like, I can't... You can't, like, hide height. You know what I mean? And, mm. like, I would... Also, like, you would never act anything other than what you were, which I think is, like, literally the most important thing. Like, I feel like a lot of the time people try and be something they're not, and that's what undercuts them, and then it comes across as, like, oh, they realized I don't have money, and that's why. No, they realized you were pretending to have money. Yeah, I mean, like, anytime I would go, like, I would get a date when I was broke, and Mm. they'd be like, let's go to this place. I was like, "Mm, let's go somewhere a little cheaper, because I've been unemployed for seven months. Yeah, like, I was a fucking dishwasher back in the day that lived in the shithole, and, like, that didn't fucking stop any of my chances yeah, whatsoever. Like, I know. That was almost some of the most amount of success and fun in the dating sphere I ever had. Yeah. So, it's like, fuck it. And they knew. I didn't never fucking pretend. Yeah, no, shit. it was, it, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of embrace who you are. Uh, don't, don't worry be afraid about, of rejection. Don't be afraid of rejection. Just, like, go for it. And just be worried. Like, if a grill is too hot, like, maybe wait till it cools down to touch it. Yeah. We did it. Every every time I see one of these questions uh, with, like, a just fucking amazing uh, spelling mistake, I want to bring it into the podcast, even if it has no bearing. Like, one is, uh, dear men of Reddit, have you ever fucked a girl without a condor? Another one was like, dear women who like women, how do you feel touching another girl's breads and thighs? Ooh. Um, here's one, speaking of bread, questions that you just have to put in. Uh, this comes from Reddit user Ms. MM. It's not even really a question. I don't really know what this is hey, up me. to, but leading a guy into the bedroom by lightly tying a string around his dick and walking in front of him... <coughs> Like, there's literally no question mark. I think she's just... <laughs> just dictating just her life? throwing it out into the void. Well, what... Do we have any responses to this? Um, a lot of people were just like, might be hot until you trip. Oh, mm. oh my dick. I mean, yeah, like, I... Uh, I just, like... I'm gonna, is there, the first thing that comes to mind is that really shitty, rough kitchen twine, and now my dick That's hurts. exactly what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, my dick is a little sore. Also, lightly tied? Like, how light is is this tying? Because, like, unless you hook it just over, like, the head and you're already erect, it's not going to work very well, I don't think. Yeah, and, like, you'd have to keep... You might have to get the balls you'd, in. You'd you have know? to... Cockroach. Well, if you, if you kept, like, actual pace. Yeah, but then you're not being led, are you? Kind of. You're just keeping pace. Yeah, like, and... I don't know. Like, there's no string. Like, a ribbon, maybe? Maybe a ribbon. You know what I mean? Or, like, um, one of those... uh, Cheese string. Gross. (laughs) Um, I was actually thinking of cheese wire. 
but I pr- I'm going to stick with my original cheese string. It's great. That's a cheese wire. Like the wires you use to cut cheese. Oh. Yeah. Like you can go rot someone with those. Ugh. Yeah. That was the reaction I was trying to provoke in you, and then I just said cheese strings by accident. I think cheese strings grosser. Yeah, it's saltier. I think I would be taken so out of the moment. Like if it was getting hot and heavy and someone was like, let's go to my room. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. And then she was like, like, hold on. Hold on. And then just started fucking like Boy Scout nodding my dick up. I was just about to say that. I was like, I don't. That's the uh, thing. It's um, like okay, like I guess I'll like, just, I guess I'll just wait for you to finish. Unless there's some like real like fucking, you know, like an ex sailor who knows their goddamn knots and it's just like one second you're rigged up, you know, ramming speed, land ahoy, they're dragging you in the bathroom, toilet by your dick. But like once you get bathroom there, toilet, bathroom toilet, <laughs> bedroom, um, like once you get there, then one, how far is the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Like at most. Maybe a two-minute walk I'm, if you're walking. Well, I'm just saying, if your dick is tied in a fucking... But two minutes is... How big is this apartment? Well, what I'm saying is, like, I'm going to take it slow if someone's got my dick in a fucking noose. No, you have to take it at whatever speed they do it. So I, is she taking it slow? I guess. I fucking hope so. Yeah, you don't know, right? Um, I'm, I'm thinking... But I'm, I'm, I'm estimating I'm giving a healthy amount of time to, like... Maybe she's taking a whole tour, a circle around the, like, kitchenette a couple times. It's, like, like, the weirdest episode of Cribs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Welcome, just... MTV. Let me just tie. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, and then like, okay, it's but then like, you see, once you get to the bedroom, mm-hmm. that string's got to come off. So and, what yeah. the fuck's or the point? Or does it? Maybe she wants knots for her pleasure. Maybe. <laughs> maybe she this just wants vomit to, to like sort of just like cram the string into her. She wants like a magician trick where you like, Ooh, all in and, and you just like, how long is this rope? Yeah. It's never ending. It's real long. Oh boy, this rope is so fucking long. Uh, Don't ever do that again Daddy, when you're wearing headphones. Daddy, this rope. Stop it. Um, it's silky and long. I uh, just like I don't. Okay, well the thing for me it's the opposite, right? You're saying two minutes. I'm saying like two seconds, right? Have you been in an average fucking Toronto well, yeah. apartment? So like all that like effort and it's like step step. Oh well, there we go. Maybe you're living a bachelor, right? Yeah, just like, like, oh, <laughs> shit. Just get that. Like. What the fuck? Or imagine even more a common scenario in Toronto. You have a roommate. Your roommate walks in. You're attached via silk ribbon to your girlfriend's hand via dick. That's just, that's going to be a weird one. Yeah. Or he, you know, jiggles the lock. You run one way. She runs the other way. Now you don't have a dick. Yep. That's an even worse scene to walk in. He's like, why is there blood on the floor? Why is your dick? Oh, God. Oh, no. And now you're dickless Steve for the rest of your life. Well, I'm sure there's like a Ken doll fetish out there. Yeah, probably. That's the only fleshy mound life. I guess technically you'd still have balls. Depending on where she tied it. It's true. Mm -mm -mm. I feel like balls are easier to get rid of than a dick. Yeah. Which you can use them for if you don't have a dick. Mm. Mm. Why why is there so much dick injury in this episode? I don't know. Alright. Alright. Hit me with another one. Oh. My girlfriend keeps blowing up condom balloons and leaves them in my room for me to find them. It's getting bad. Almost like coming in my room and kicking condoms everywhere as I walk. I had no idea what the heck was going on until I saw it. The other day I walked into my room after telling my girlfriend I was going to shower and I caught her in the act. She had a full-blown condom in her hand and the end of it in her mouth. There was another huge one. I was shocked that she betrayed my trust like this and left these condoms blown up in my shoes, floor, bookshelf, closet, under my bed, etc. How do I proceed? 
Why is that betraying your trust? <laughs> Look at the, the first response. <laughs> and then everyone's like, she's a keeper. And he, it's just like, you want her? I will sell her. And everyone's like, yeah, I want her. He's like, cool. Everyone form a line. He's like auctioning her his girlfriend off now. That's fucking hilarious. And then in the middle of everyone being like, what is this? What the fuck? Someone goes, let the air out. Then put them on and shag her. Oh, boy. Um, I don't see a problem here. <laughs> the only thing I see is, like, condoms aren't that cheap. Condoms are expensive. So, like, like, that's kind of a dick move. Like, that's the only betrayal that she's doing to you. Otherwise, she is... The best. The most, like, scampish little nymph that, like, you should treasure forever. Pretty great. Like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the same topic, weird question I know, but what is proper condom etiquette? And basically, it is a person who is has not been, have not been in the dating world for a while now, reaching the age of 30. There's a chance you could sleep with someone for the first time. How do you go about bringing and retrieving a condom the first time without, sounding, without seeming like a creep? I feel like it's childish to keep it in the wallet. Not a teen anymore. Also, don't want it to seem like I was expecting for that to happen. It's a weird question, I know, and I don't know how to ask my friends. So, this is a guy who is... Yeah, I believe so. It um, doesn't say. I mean, always have them in your like nightstand if you have one. Um, yeah, have them like, like within ha- arm's reach of your bed. Yeah, um, it's not like if you don't have a nightstand, it's tough because like you don't want to keep them like under your mattress. I have a treasure like, chest. Like, is it actually a treasure? It's chest? a wooden treasure chest. That's pretty sweet. That's right at the edge of my bed. Although um, that would make me feel like I'm going to the dentist because every dentist I've ever gone to, like when you were a kid. They always had, like, a treasure chest that you'd choose well, a toy well, out of. I am going to put something in your mouth, but... <laughs> uh, I'm granted it wasn't filled with condoms, but it was yeah. like... No, but it's great, because, like, the wooden treasure chest has all the gold. It's great. No, I think you solved it. We solved just bring a treasure chest around. Um, Our good friend Paul once bought me a condom box with the most horrifying art on it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Now it, I need to it know. says condoms, and there's a lot of, like cherub like naked fat babies flying around and i guess they're a warning like use condoms because yeah. you'll have or like all Cupid? these kids like you've been struck by an arrow so have you yeah. ever been to the you've been to fucking uh ossington bus and you're waiting yeah and there's the mural yep. of all the fat weird babies oh, i fucking hate those things so it's, much it's them i'm pretty sure it's the same fucking artist oh, no. he bought it for me and he gave it to me i think it was a birthday present next he, time we're at ossington we have to take a picture so people know what the hell Oh, we'll put it up on our fucking thing because it's like just weird and horrifying. Yeah. And I, I guess it's it's meant to like be for like it's a, a it's shelter like a daycare. or something. Yeah, it's a daycare and it and it's fucking horrifying. It, it is real bad. It's like because it's like it's the two people who I assume own the place surrounded by like just naked, like naked posing babies. Yeah, these kids just doing everything. Like, yeah, stop it. I know. Um, and like if you're waiting for a bus, you just stare at it and they stare back. Oh, they stare into your goddamn soul. What the fuck's the question? Condom etiquette? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I find, like, I don't... Okay, on the first topic of the, like, I don't want people to think that I thought this was gonna... Like, no one gives a fuck. You're 30. Yeah, if someone was, like... If, if you are, like, going on a date and uh, don't have a condom with you, hmm. it's, like, it. you don't seem like a fucking pervert for having... You seem like a weirdo. You seem, like, prepared... And responsible. At least, like, I would hope. Hmm. If a girl gets upset that you have a condom on you... Then you know then be you like, don't want to date her. This is this is a bad call. That's a red flag for me. Yeah. Also, um, like, if you... 
don't have one and she's like, oh, you want to fuck or whatever? Or like things go well and you're like, oh, I forgot a condom. You sound like a creep who wants to fuck bareback. Yeah. Like, just have one. No, Like, nobody gives a fuck. Also, don't keep it in your wallet. That's how they get ruined. Yeah, well, don't keep it in your wallet for long. Just yeah, fuck the, quick. That's the thing. Like, don't leave it there. Like, if you need to put it in your wallet for, like, the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't have a wallet condom just ready for yeah, action. Yeah, like, be aware that it can, um, like, that degrade degrade the structural integrity. Yeah. Um, don't don't carry a condom with you, but, like, if you're going somewhere where, like, even on, like, nights out, I would just... yeah. Throw two in my bring back one with you. Just like, be like, just put it somewhere that you're not gonna accidentally pull it out, or like, because that might seem creepy. If you're just like, oh hey, like let me get your number, and you like there's just condoms spilling out of your pocket. Yeah. Although real funny story, friend of mine, first time he met uh, his girlfriend's parents, he reached in his pocket for something and a condom fell out. And it was super awkward. I once they uh, were highly religious. I use my passport for my ID because I'm a scumbag and don't have any other kind of ID. Fuck it. Um. And I uh, once was getting ID'd at like a, a bar or club or wherever to get in, and I pulled it out, and the condom had wedged itself in between like my, my picture and and like the, the you know the book. Part. Please tell me you only looked them in the eye and winked. When they so I pulled out my thing and like I flashed it at him, but I was also holding the condom in it, and it, so it looked like I was like, "Hey, let me in, or I'm gonna fuck you," <laughs> or "Let me in and I'll fuck you." I don't know. I guess it depends. Is um, that a threat or a... Is it the carrot or the stick? Yeah, I don't know. Um, both. Carrot stick. And, like, also, here's... I think we talked about it at one point. Uh, I don't know if it went in or not. I can't remember if I did it out. But, like, I always, like, in my head, I was always, like, oh, getting a condom ruins the mood. And, like, it, it's such a, like, a, like, a break in the action. But, like... You just got put on all sexy. Also, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, almost no woman is going to be like, oh, he's putting a condom on? Like, <laughs> Oh, I don't have to have his possibly filthy seed inside of me. Yeah, like... Oh, I won't have to stress about being pregnant. If oh, someone I is like not get an STD. Oh, you're you're being safe and responsible? I'm so turned off. Oh, I'm watching you manhandle your cam handle. Ham candle, damn it! <laughs> cam handle. Yeah, you could put a camera on it. Yeah, it's a little not GoPro incorrect. on your dick? Yeah. Uh, no, like, no one gives a shit, man. You're 30. I'm sorry. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, just just have one with you. Yeah. Also, have maybe... two with you, because you don't want to fuck that night and then wake up the next morning and be all hot and horny and not be able to do it again. Yeah. I and always like, bring two. Ladies. At least. It's not a bad idea. To have some to have, yourself. To have some on you. Do we solve it? Condom etiquette. Bring one. Wear one. Don't be a dick. Yeah. No and one like, gives a don't shit. Don't be self-conscious about putting one on, ever. Yeah. No one gives a fuck right. in a good way. I think we have time for one more. Ooh. One quick one. Okay. What is the optimal food for an orgy? You don't want people to get hungry or have to call out for a pizza. You don't want to use knives and forks because you don't want a big break or commotion when people go to eat. But you don't want finger foods because you don't want greasy food stained fingers in your genitals. Gogurt buffet sounds like a good start. No. <laughs> That's like the exact opposite of what you should do. You know what? You do fruit. Nah, Grapes. fuck that. What, I'm, fuck, nah. Spicy wings, hot wings. Oh yeah, you get the spice. Oh, I had a terrible. I yeah, terrible. I did too. Yeah, I felt so bad. R.I.P. That bitch. Okay, orgy foods. Let's just rapid fire. Hit them out. Uh, fucking Powerade. That's not a food, but okay. But like, that's the thing. Fuck the food. You want yeah. to be hydrated. You want them electrolytes. You want blue because it tastes great. How about crudite platter? 
with yeah. some good dips. The, yeah, because like that, I think I think like a veg, fruit veggie you know? platter is is like the way to go. You can pop grapes. Also, like some of that food's fun to play with, like grapes and shit. Like you want to insert celery into someone's vagina? No. Yeah. What I'm saying is like imagine being fucked while someone feeds you grapes. That that's sounds fair. fucking great. I hate grapes, so no, that sounds terrible. It's like Skittles. Skittles, right? Fucking put a tray of Skittles out. Yeah, get some get sugar, some right? Out. You know? Uh, yeah, you need you need things that are gonna like pump people up. Yeah, right. You need, and I feel like if you're going to be eating and then like you're probably gonna eat before or after. It's probably just like sustained food. You don't also how long meal. is this orgy? Yeah, like I, the last thing I would want to do, just like mid fucking bang session, is be like. Yeah, you know what I could do for some food. Like That's the thing is, like you're, I'm usually way too distracted for food, and like nothing in life distracts me from food. Yeah, like I have a lot of morning sex, and you know I'm I'm hungry in the morning, and at no point in time am I ever like, I need to stop this sexual activity mm-hmm. to go have breakfast. Like, yeah, midway. God no. Breakfast will come. Breakfast yeah. will come when but I have. You gonna come first. <laughs> By the um, way, go listen to Up for Breakfast by Van Halen, because it is the best morning sex song in the world. But there you go, guys. Ready for some bad sex writing? Alright, let's do one one quick one. Okay, one more. Um, this comes from Honey Super Suit. Honey Super Suit? Yep. Okay. That uh, sounds real sticky. The question title is, I need advice. So I was like, nice. Uh-oh. Ex-girlfriend is going to the small party tomorrow. Hey guys, short story short, ex-girlfriend and I started a friend group at uni two years ago, and ever since we broke up a year ago, the group hardly ever meets, like once every two months for a meal. We haven't talked since the breakup, and she usually ditches these meals, and I go because I feel bad that the group isn't as tight as it used to be. Anyway, tomorrow they want to do a lunch, and she said in the friend group chat that she's going. Should I just dip? Uh, If you want to go, go. Yep. Like, it, it, it depends. Like, it doesn't seem like... Aside from maybe possible awkwardness that he really cares. So it's like, just go. If it's not going to bother you, go. Yeah. It, like, it also depends on how you broke up. Like, yeah. if you cheated on her mm-hmm. and she broke up with you because of that, it's like, the, and if, she, if she's the one who usually dips it, let her have this. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, that's... you were an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so let her let her go hang out with the friends that you guys had instead of being like, I'm going to go. I'm going to this one. I'm uh, going to that one. Yeah, 100%. If you were a piece of shit, then just like, no, just let her have it. But if it, if it was a mutual breakup, or if it was like... Or if she dumped you, or yeah, she or was if the it bad was a, one. You know what I mean? Like, if it was if it was a relationship that sort of, like, just ran its course, and it ended, you know, as well as a, a relationship can, um, then there's, like, there's nothing wrong with being civil with your exes. Like, mm-hmm. one of my exes, who we had a pretty spectacular breakup... Um, I'm fine with now because yeah. like I, I, it was fuck almost a decade ago. And it was one of those things where I was just like, uh, I was really upset at the time. And then I sorted my own shit out. I dealt with my own things. I realized that like, you know, so I wasn't completely devoid of blame in that situation. We talked it out and like, I don't know if I'd say we were friends, but we're certainly like civil and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we're, we're still able to like talk and if I see her, I don't like avoid her. I'll still like give her a hug and ask yeah. her how she's doing. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, just from the question, I assumed he wasn't the person in the wrong, considering mm-hmm. he was like, I had to try to get over her. You yeah. know what I mean? I doubt he was like, I cheat on you. Wait, where are you? Oh, no. But, <laughs> well, hey, fucking maybe, right? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're, like, look at how it ended, and if you're a dick, like, if they're avoiding you for, like, a good reason, give them, give them a bit of space and let them have this one. Or also, like, maybe they're not comfortable seeing you and, like, aren't going to these things because you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe trade off, like, go to one, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, see, the if the reason is, like, she's going is because she thinks you're not, like, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe let her have that. Yeah. Or Although, like, sometimes, like, and reach out to her and be like, hey... I kind of want to go to this thing. Um, I saw you're also going. Like, is it like? Would you be? Would it be super upsetting for you if I came too? Like, I I promise, yeah. like we'll be civil. Like I'm, you know what I mean. Like, be the bigger person and, and reach out and True. and address it. Sometimes I feel like unless they have a reason to be uncomfortable by you being there, you don't really like. It shouldn't be necessary for you to go out of your way to accommodate their feelings. If you know. If you ended up whatever, or if they were the one who ended things, or if they were the one yeah. who, like, cheated on you or whatever, and they don't feel comfortable hanging out with you, like, I don't really feel like you need to put yourself in that position. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you did something wrong, and you're, like, mature enough and, like, nice enough to realize that, totally. You can reach out, or you can just give them the space. But if you haven't done anything wrong, and they don't feel comfortable seeing you, like, it's not necessarily your job to fix that for them. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like, if you want to see your friends, that's cool. If you've been, like, a bunch of times, you know you'll be at the next one. She hasn't been to one. Yeah, you could, you know, take a knee. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think... I think one of those things where it's just... If you want to go, go. Mm-hmm. Unless um, you are a shithead. Remain, you know, a, a, a better person. Don't don't do the thing where you, like, you casually drop, like, how many girls you're sleeping yeah. with or, don't, like, how just, well you're doing. Don't, don't do any of that. Just, just hang out with your friends. Yeah. And, like, if she has, if she starts a discussion, like, join in. But, like, don't try to shoehorn in how well you're doing unless, like, someone's like, how are you doing? Be like, yeah. oh, I'm doing, you know, like, be honest. But, like, don't be like, yeah, you know, so I'm just, like, fucking every week and, like, I'm just banging every girl. My dick is just sore from the amount yeah. of great sex I've had. And, like, you know, I'm probably going to get a promotion. I'm probably, you But know also, I mean? like, don't do the opposite where you feel like you have to make yourself not seem like you're doing so well for their sake. Don't do that either. Yeah, just, just, just be fucking normal just, if you can. Yeah, just, if someone asks you a question, just answer it honestly. Yeah. But also, like... Again, I'm going to go under the assumption that, like, this is a mutual breakup and mm-hmm. you guys are still sort of, like, civil and don't hate each other. Um, don't do anything that, like, for the intentional purposes of, like, Making them twisting bad. the nut. Yeah. Again, if it, if it didn't end poorly, there's nothing wrong with repairing a relationship. Yeah, it's and always I'm, a pity if you had been so close, obviously, you're in a relationship, uh, to just, like have it be bad you know what i mean yeah and especially like if you guys both like these friends it's like if you can find a middle ground and be civil and like still hang out with these friends it's like there's no reason everyone that was you know friends with you guys should also suffer you Mm -hmm. know what i mean or like be in the position to choose between who they want to stay friends with so like maybe this is a good chance to sit down and be like oh cool we can we can all still do this it's like obviously you guys might not hang out as closely together but But if you can, like, figure out that, that common ground of being like, hey, we love these people. Yeah. And for that, we will bridge any gap that we have and be like, and repair sort of this friendship group. It's, I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. And, like, have fun with it. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. And it, it's also, like, one of those testing grounds where you just be like, okay, cool. Yeah. No, I'm not quite over this. I'm not quite ready to move on past it or, you know what I mean, put it behind me. And that's, I, I don't think anyone would fault you for that. All right. I, uh, I have mentally recovered from last week. I'm ready to be traumatized. You sure? Yeah. All right. This is Connect by Julian Goff. Can we uh, go back down into the sexy woman's room? He drops the bra to the floor. 
looks up into her eyes. It's too much. He kisses her chin, her mouth, and her tongue's touch. Oh, too much. He slips his lip free with a soft suck. Moves up to kiss her strong nose on one side and the other. It's hard and soft at once. He moves back down till he's level with her breasts. They're small, she says, surprisingly shy, apologetic. They're perfect, he says. He kisses them, teases a nickel with his lips. It's so soft. And then, suddenly, hard. Wow. He sucks on the hard nipple. He has never done this before. And yet, no, wait, of course. This is totally familiar. The first thing he ever did. He feels the huge change in meaning and status. It is as though he has grown up in a single suck. Everything transformed, and yet nothing has changed at all. He sucks at a nipple as he lies on a bed, and it's 18 years later that he sucks at a nipple as he lies on a bed, and his childhood falls away from him like a burned-out booster stage from a rocket. Ooh, it's fused up. He is now in orbit around a different planet. <laughs> Why would I don't Man you took that traumatized right to heart <laughs> So this guy He's just thinking about his mom's nipples. Yeah he's just like Damn I used to suck my mom's titties <laughs> Just like going to town And he's just like Oh my god <laughs> Why is everything hard and soft? Why? Her I nose. I can't think of a better way to describe a nose. Especially <laughs> not a you. strong one. Fuck you. Get out. Uh, do you want another one? No, I'm going to save it till next no, week. Yeah, we're, we're running long. Just <laughs> like my dick after that one. Yeah, I'm, I can't stand up right now because that was uh, a too much. All right. That's been our show. We hope we didn't traumatize you too much. Merry almost Christmas. Yeah, uh, next week we're going to do a Christmas episode, so if you have Christmas-themed, holiday-themed Christmas questions... Or holiday, yeah, holiday. Yeah, holiday, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Anything. I mean, it is going to be... We're going to release on Christmas Eve, so it's going to be Christmas. Yeah. So. But I mean, like, fuck it, if you have a Hanukkah question... Oh, yeah. If you have a Kwanzaa question, you got a Diwali, an Eid... Some candle nights. Or candle nights questions, yeah. We, we are a... You know what? Uh, we've, we've tried to stay away from my brother and my brother and me references... Um, so hard, but, uh, but I, I agree. I, I like candle nights. So, mm. um, if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's like an all encompassing holiday that everyone can enjoy regardless of religion or creed or any yeah. of that stuff. But to um, avoid getting sued, we're going to call it ham candle night. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Why did I not think about that? Um, it's uh so if you have any questions about the holidays and and dating over the holidays and and all that stuff I don't really know how that would work but if you do hey if you got some shit send it to us shoot us a uh, a message you can either email us at uh, fbuddiespodcast@gmail.com you can send us a message on Twitter at fck underscore buddies or you can find us on Facebook and please find us on Facebook oh god we are like being overwhelmed I feel like fucking like Helm's Deep right now yeah. And just people are the orcs. Just the general, oh, God damn, the yeah. general Facebook populace. Although we orcs. did also get added by Gandalf during the week. Yeah, so. it's true. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 
FCK Buddies podcast. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, for their song, Paper Stars. Yeah. Um, you can hear that at the beginning and the end of the podcast. Yeah. I know we've had it in our, our new little segment of now reading erotica to me in a closet. <laughs> um, but this week um, and every week, we've ended the show with a tweet or an article from someone known as Dan. When your girlfriend loves you but isn't happy, brackets, dump her before she dumps you? My name is Dave Miller. And I am Nospe. And we're your fuck buddies. Bloop.